Hey, thanks for tuning in. My name is Joe Batesh, and I'm the host of Community Entrepreneurship, a podcast about men and women who make a difference. Welcome to Exceed. And we are recording. Today is July 31st, 2018. I am sitting here today with Amin Ajmi of Stay Cool NYC, an apparel brand from the community. And uh, super, super excited to be here with, with Amin today. He's going to give us a little bit of background as to what he does, um, how he does it, and how he started. And uh, I think it's going to be a really good conversation. Yes, looking forward to, uh, to speaking. Thank you for having me. Of course. So, Amin, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, uh, born and raised in Brooklyn, obviously. Um, went to Mag and David Yeshiva. Um, and then after that, I went to community college uh, for a year. Which one? BMCC. Um, I wasn't the most passionate high school student, to be mm-hmm. honest. Uh, got myself in trouble. I just, I was just, uh, I played around in high school realistically, um, but I had a desire to go away for school. Um, why? Uh, why? I kind of wanted to expand my horizons a little bit. I kind of knew that there was more than just living in Brooklyn. And just like going to a school like Baruch or whatever, there's nothing wrong with that. But I just wanted to live, I guess, outside of the bubble, so to say. Gotcha. Um, meet new people, uh, experience new things, and just be around a totally fresh environment. So after high school, you but you went to community college. So in the city after for high year. school, I couldn't get into a good school, I guess. Uh, that was out of state. So mm-hmm. what I had to do was go to community college and then transfer or hope to transfer to a school out of New York. So, How was that experience for you? So it's funny. Um, I didn't know it was going to take only one year because usually to, 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 to get, to an, transfer, associate's you, you get yeah. an associate's degree, you know. So I went to BMTC with two to three friends. Um, it was kind of a... It was, it was a cool experience. You know, I, I was... In class with people who were not similar to me, so whether it was a 45-year-old mom or a 18-year-old kid from wherever, it just it was it was new, um, and I had to get used to it, obviously. Um, but I did very well that one year. I was driven towards my goal to. You worked harder that year than you did in high school. Of course, because my goal that year was to transfer. My so the whole my whole thought process that whole year was how am I going to essentially get out of New York and move on to a different school out of state. So I was saying the whole year I got a guidance counselor. Uh-huh. Um, not a guidance counselor, actually. I think I did it on my own. Never mind. Guidance counselor was for BMTC. So I just did some research on my own, asked some kids who went away to these schools, uh, and they got accepted. How am mm-hmm. I going to do it? So I used to call Boston University. How do I, what's the best way I could get into school? What classes should I take? Should I take the math class? Should I take the English class? So I, did, I literally called every, like a lot of schools and asked them what I should do to get into While you're school. still in BMCC. While I was still in BMCC. You're calling other schools saying what you what do. I should do. And not through like a college no, guy. You were literally hopping yeah, on the so phone. Yeah, so I was like, I called BU admissions. How could I get in? Like, <laughs> Love I it. I told them I really want to get in. Like I even dropped my name once or twice just to see if I could do yeah. it. Yeah. So I worked very hard. I actually joined because BU, Boston University, was my number one um, goal. I really wanted to get into BU. I applied to tons of schools. Basically, any the best school I was getting into, I would go to. But BU was my top choice. So I applied there. I applied to Syracuse. I applied to, like, University of Connecticut. Anywhere I, how I could get out of New York. No, 
not to say I didn't like New York. I just, as I told you, yeah, I you grew to up get here. Out. So I joined this 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 uh, this out of class this group. I don't know what it was like, mm-hmm. a, like a business leadership group because the my marketing professor at the time was a graduate of BU. And wow. He, and he was and he's like eighty years old, but it, I did some research on him while I was in BMTC, and he won like tons of awards and. The motto of BMTC was start here, go anywhere. And he was very, um, he was kind of like motivating. So he was told, because a lot of the kids aren't so like, they're not affluent or whatever, mm-hmm. just kids off the street, whatever. Not not in a bad way, but, so he was trying to basically push us to that think bigger. And I was thinking bigger. I, I kind of stood you out. Because you grew up surrounded yeah, I by I stood it. out in the class. I just had a totally different mindset than mm-hmm. a lot of these kids, obviously. Um, so he was just, like he was saying, kids went to BMCC and then went, got into Harvard or Columbia, like, and he was serious about it. He's saying, if you have a 4.0, you do well, you have good recommendation letters, you're set. So I ended up becoming friends with him, and since he graduated BU tons of years ago, and I happened to get a recommendation letter from him, and I think that's what got me into BU. I think that's what got me into BU because he... How did you develop that relationship? Did you, did you see him I say, I need group. to develop a relationship with no, him? No, I or joined just his happened. business group uh-huh. that, that, he, that he started. I was in his group. Like We took a trip to like... Uh, like It was like a clash trip. I just did anything I could, I guess, to get to know this guy. Um, and I had a feeling he had an in with BU for some reason. And became friends with him, whatever. Then I asked him for a recommendation letter at the end. Uh-huh. And he wrote it for me. I wasn't allowed to see it because you're not allowed to see right. it. But I think that's what got me into BU because I had, what, a 3.5 GPA. I, grew, I was in BMC for one year. Mm-hmm. So I think that and my essay that I wrote got me into to BU. I wrote like a very personal essay. I kind of put them in my perspective. And mm-hmm. I, I called, another thing I called them was like, are you guys looking for, you know, in the essay, what are you looking for? They were saying how like, you have to just stand out from the pack. And anybody can do that. That doesn't take a college guidance counselor to, give a, to, to no, hop on the phone. It's just really passion and the desire to want to really do it. Like, I really right. wanted to get out. Like, I couldn't stand being in New York for another year. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go there one year and transfer. And then from, so you, so you got into BU. Got into BU. Uh, and then from there, it was just great. It was great, you know? Uh very happy to be there. Um, what happened? I dormed, and it was fun. It was good. I learned a lot. Learned and at what point did, did you start? Did you start thinking about fashion, about clothing? Um, at what point did you start realizing that, that you know you can have an influence on the culture? I guess after my first year, after my first year of of living in Boston, I dormed for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, that year, I, I joined the fraternity, um, and that year, at the end, the, the we needed merch for the, for the for the fraternity. We needed like merchandise, like just for all the all the boys. T-shirts and stuff. T-shirts. So I was looking, how am I going to do this? You know, I was always interested in clothing. I always wanted. Which to fraternity was it? So it was like a Jewish fraternity, off-campus fraternity. Off-campus yeah. fraternity. Um, but I was always interested in clothing also. I always wanted to, like, I didn't want to stand out. I just wanted to be different in mm-hmm. what I wore for some reason. I, I liked standing out from, from the pack. If everyone's wearing white shirts, like, basic white, black, navy, I wanted a colorful shirt with a cool, cool. design. Okay. So I was always interested in clothing uh, internally. 
Um, and you know, I, I went on this custom website to see what I could do for the for the frat, and you know, custom ink it was called. And I was playing around, and he was like, I was like, you know what? Let me just do this for myself. No wait, I think I made one for the frat, and I was like, all right, that it went well. I made like I sold like twelve to the to the guys. But then I was like, you know what? Let me make it for myself. Let me I remember it. you made one for yourself. You made one for Eli, right? I did make one for Eli Cohen. I did make one for remember Eli the Cohen. race car. Yes, I remember that. that was very cool. Um, so yeah, I made one. I was playing around mm-hmm. with a couple different words. I was like, you know, wow, this is cool. I could just, you could like drag designs and words on On the custom ink. In custom yeah, ink. you know. Yeah. So I was like, wow, let me play around here. This is what, 2014? And it was like 2015 maybe. And I played around with a couple different words and sayings and designs. Matt, let me ask you. So at the time all of this was going on, while you're yeah. playing around, is there any kind of creative influence? Is, are, there, do you, do you, are your friends doing creative stuff? Is it, I mean, what, what is, what, what is the advice? What does the landscape look like? The landscape? Like, is there other fashion companies that you're following? Are you into fashion yes. at all, or is yes. this just a creative yeah, I was venture? into fashion. I was definitely into fashion, and I liked, I was inspired by Tyler, the creator. Uh-huh. His brand, Golf Wing, very, very inspiring for me. The colors, the vibe, and there was a couple of boutiques in Soho that I used to go to. And just look at the clothing. One of them's called The Good Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool store, and just opened my mind up to a unique thing. Believe it or not, I used to walk into Zoomies even. I know it's not so cool now. Not today. It used yeah, to be. I used yeah. to walk in there and I was like, whoa, this is like cool stuff. Like, sure, rare, like t-shirts were just cool. You know, I was like, let me just make my own. So instead of, uh, a goal for me was instead of buying a shirt mm-hmm. and getting a compliment, oh, that's such a cool shirt, you should make my own. Why do I have to, you know, why do I, Why am I paying somebody else to, to design something? Yeah, you know, I should do it, do it my own and so, in such a simple way. Mm-hmm. So I did the custom-ink thing. I made a shirt called Stay Cool People. Uh, it said retro on the front. I don't remember uh-huh. that shirt. I, I made it for myself first. I received it. I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. I liked it. And what I did was I, I, I took the influences from those brands and stores that I liked and put it on the shirt. You know, so it said stay cool people on it. So I texted 12 friends. I think I like dragged, I took a photo on my bed. <laughs> on my bed. It was like, sh- it was like, my shirt was wrinkled, the lighting. And I was like, yo, guys, do you want to, like my close friends was like, yo, guys, do you want to buy this shirt? Like 12 friends. I texted each one separately. Mm-hmm. And I got a reply from some of them. Um, and some of them bought the shirt. I feel like I'm going too fast. No, no, you're <laughs> good. You're good. This story. You're good. Um, some of them bought the shirt. Uh, this was like summertime, kind of. So it was like, all right, you know, more and more people saw it. You know, my friends were like, oh, because no one used to reach out. No, no one was into clothing as much as they are nowadays. So like, it was like cool. Like, oh wow, so he's making his own shirt. Like that's so cool. You know. Um, so they bought the shirt, and then this was during summertime, and then. I decided to make another one, but it was all very organic. Like it just now. So there was never a like a business. So it was life. never like like what did you want to do with your life at this point? Yeah, at that point, I was what eighteen. I had no idea what the, what I wanted to do in my life. I was going into my sophomore year at, in Boston, and I just I don't know. I you were eighteen. How are you eighteen? Maybe 19. Yeah, 19 if you graduated because you had a year in BMCC. Well, my birthday is in September, so. Oh, so maybe, okay. I was either 18, probably 19. Oh, a year in BMCC. I was probably 19. Yeah. I was probably 19. 
I didn't think I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just did it. Do you have any idea what you want to do with your life? I mean, where where do you see yourself? Like, I really had no idea. I promise you, I had no idea. I, just, I in a dream, I was like, wow, maybe I could do this clothing thing, but it was no idea. And I, I, at the time, I, I I was oh I was. I, my major was hospitality, so I was in the school of hospitality at BU. I remember that, yeah. Uh, I f- when I first got it to BU, my major, because they ask you, they sit you in a room, what electives do you want to take? And your electives go towards your major. Right. So I was sitting there a year out of BMCC. I was like, what the hell? Like, I don't know what I want to do for my life. I did um, international relations. I thought that would be cool. Like, I, I really had no idea. But I always knew I was a little creative, so I, I got into that. But, yeah. And at what point did you realize that this creative venture, like what you're doing, could actually be monetized? Like, could actually be a business? Um, probably like junior or senior year of college, where I was like, I, I started learning more about the industry mm-hmm. and the brand, and realizing that it could be something like legit. Uh, and how did you make that transformation? Like, did you did, was there a switch in your mindset um, and it, how you looked at it? Did you start doing things differently? Yeah, it was a switch in my mindset because uh, in the beginning I was selling it to my friends, and you know, after that custom ink thing, I went on and, and found a printer and started producing it uh, myself as opposed to going on like an online website. So I did that. I started creating content. You know, I did photo shoots, and after that, well, after that, I was like. After I created cool content and looked into the industry, I realized that there is a market for it. Um, what switched in my head was, I guess, there was no other. I didn't want anything else. I wanted to be my own boss. I didn't want to work for anyone. So going, graduating, like going into graduation, or I knew it was like two years away, and I knew the only thing I was really passionate about was my brand. So I knew there was no other option. So that's what switched in my head. Like that's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to work for anyone. Were you nervous? I was nervous a little bit because I didn't know if I could really make it a real thing. I didn't know how to, you know, push it to the next step, I guess. I, yeah, I was a little nervous because I didn't know if it was going to really work out and I didn't know if I could do it. So I was nervous. I was kind of like hoping I could work on it full time, you know. And was so that that's what I'm what I'm curious about, what I'm interested in yes. is that like that little switch between this is something I'm making for my friends and I'm taking pictures of on my bed to let's do a photo shoot. Like where did that where okay. did that happen? Where's that so bridge? Where's that bridge the first like? year when I first made those sh- shirts and sold it to my friends, mm-hmm. uh, I made like three that summer in like 2015. I made like three shirts that summer and I reached out to Sh- Syrian Shelly Nahama. Mm-hmm. We did a photo shoot. Her, my sister, and my sister's friend in Jersey. And you know, we just we did a photo shoot naturally, and I created an, it. was cool, very cool. On Remember the that one with the paint? With the paint, beautiful, so cool. Uh, and then I created an Instagram. I launched an Instagram. I started putting out my ideas. You know, as opposed to having an internal, I just said, you know what? Let me make, put my content up, post it. Do you think you could be doing what you're doing now without? Instagram without these tools? It would be much harder, but when I was doing it, no one was doing it. So it was kind of like new. It was like, whoa. It wasn't saturated. It was like, whoa. Like, no, I, well, I started within the community, realistically, because right. I didn't know, I didn't have the market. So that yeah, was yeah. my first market. So within the community, even, it was like, well, it was, what yeah, is this guy new. doing? Like, like he's making clothing, he's putting out the word stay cool, he's putting, uh, I used to like, I didn't even know how to use Photoshop. I used to use an app on my phone. Just 
edit photos and just like do weird stuff. So that was cool. Did the photo shoot, and then the next year I was in Boston because, you know, I was in school and I created some product and I did a photo shoot in Boston. So I just it wasn't like a switch. It was kind of like kept progressing. You know, gotcha. after that first photo shoot, my first three products and deal, I was like, okay, let me do another one in Boston for my winter collection. So it wasn't a switch. It was more just progression. progressed. And that's, I think, that's what helped me. You know, the fact that it was never like, okay, on June 28th, I'm launching Stay Cool. It was, it just happened. Gotcha. It but it's not really something that just happened to you. It's something that you made happen. I made happen. But you I'm know? saying it happened in a sense where, yeah, I made it happen. It's just it's just a matter of not, you, when you didn't sit down and say, okay, well, this needs to happen and this needs to happen. It's no, just a matter of doing it. because I was only 18, 19, and I was like, I'm just going to see where it takes me. It's funny. I always say, like, younger kids, yeah. like, I always I use the example of, like, the Israeli army. Yeah. Like, the Israeli army has all these, like, 18-year-olds fighting. And, and why do they use these kids as soldiers? Because... Yeah. Kids have no fear. Like yeah. we have fear, but yeah. we don't know any better. For sure. You know that's why. Like when people, when people, when I like my guys who work for me, when we have conversations, and they tell me they're trying to do something, there is no trying. Yeah. It's zero or one. It's either you're doing it or you're not. True. Saying I'm launching on June twenty eighth yeah, means yeah. you're not launched, and you're not launching until that date. Unless you launch on June twenty eighth, yeah. you're not doing anything. Yeah. So when I, I always say like in business you always got to keep that like you're saying that progression you got to always ride that wave yes. and make sure it gets bigger and bigger and bigger not that okay well in two weeks we're gonna be doing this in three weeks we mm. we're gonna be doing this and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting yeah you got to go for it so let's zoom out for a second so okay. fast forward two years you're making you're making uh, so to so give you give you give me the rundown you, you're doing seasons you're doing pieces so fast forward to be honest man in college yeah fast forward even two years let's say. See, uh, last year. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to last year, I did a photo shoot. Yeah, I'm doing seasons now. I'm doing fall collections, winter collections, summer collections. But even then, it wasn't as wasn't as seriously taken to me because I was still in school. Right. So when did you graduate? December. This Just past December. Yeah, because since not all my credits got transferred mm -hmm. from BMCC, so I had a little bit. So. Since I was in college, I couldn't fully, fully focus on it. Focus on it, so I was still doing it, but I wasn't really doing so it. So now you're almost a year out. So now I'm almost a year out, and now is when I'm really putting my time into it, full force. And now is when I'm really pushing, creating new product and growing. And talk to me a little bit about the pop up, the retail. Pop up was amazing. Um, so what I had to do, so basically, I received a, uh, an email one day from this company that was giving the best pop-up concepts free, not sorry, a discounted space. So basically, you send them a, a pop-up concept um, of what you want to do in the space, uh -huh. and they give you a credit towards the space if you win. So they chose five winners. Get out of here. Yeah, they chose five winners um, out of the all whoever submitted probably thousands of people mm -hmm. and, and in New York. So I submitted a crazy concept. I was just, I know, I just gave them my idea similar to what I did for my college essay. Mm -hmm. This is what I did for the pop-up concept. So it's really like being personal and like really telling, like giving them the vision, essentially. So, that, mm -hmm. so I gave them the vision. They gave me the space. 
you know, I got a credit, no, sorry, I got a credit towards a space in New York City. I chose the place in Bowery and Soho. Um, and what I had to do right after I graduated college, this was, in, let's say, January, I had to create a collection, full collection, create content, and create um, the pop up. So I had a lot of things to do in, in that series of couple months. Now, let's, I'm going to pa- pause for a second. Yes. Let's talk. Let's talk money for a minute. Here. Okay. So they gave you a discount towards the space. Yes. At this, t- is this is are you able at this time, based only on the business, are you able to afford this kind of venture? Is this an investment? Is this something that's out of? It's an. Inv- it was an investment. It was an investment. Uh, uh, yes, I, I had to invest money into the creation of the space and the collection and everything. So. Yes. Was it a viable investment? Did you was there did you did you make more than you spent? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I made more than I spent. Exactly. That's the goal. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, well, cause what I'm doing, I want to make sure this isn't, you know, thank God we have resources uh, and we we have the ability to do what we want. Um, and we have we we know a lot of uh, different people who can help us with a lot yes, of different things. Yes, yes. I want to make sure this doesn't sound like, you know, some kid who was, who was able to start a fashion company without a care in the world. Yes. You know, I don't want you to say on, on this podcast that, that you got, a, you got a, a real estate space and some kid at home is thinking, wow, somebody gave him 20 grand to, to spend on a pop-up and, and, and he didn't have to pay for it and yes. he, was able, he only sold 10 pieces. That's what, and yes. th- that doesn't matter to him. Yes. That's not the case. It's not no, the truth. It's not the truth. It's not the truth. I want to make sure that's clear. That's definitely clear. Um, yes, no, I had to earn my way to get that pop-up space, you know. I submitted a creative application, I got it, and I brought people through the door. I was nervous at first. I was thinking, how am I going to bring people through the door that, to, to buy the product? So what I did was I reached out to publications and media and press, celebrities, influencers, and put together a really amazing space. Uh, yeah, and definitely sold more than however much it cost me to build it. And what's your day-to-day now? So the day-to-day now, it's my goal is to grow every day, mm-hmm. essentially. So that's like my, my mindset, I guess. Like people tell me, like, what's the next step for Stay Cool? And my answer is really to just continue to grow. Because in my industry, clothing specifically, um, it's kind of like you don't know what could happen. So meaning, since if you're doing good work, you know, I built a following. At the yeah. time, I had zero followers when I did that first photo shoot. After that first T-shirt, obviously I had zero followers. Now I have eighteen point five thousand, um, and they're all like engaged and everything, which is cool. So, you know, my goal is to grow, uh, continue making good product. And as I was just about to say, in my industry, if you do good work, you're putting out good work to the world. Who knows what could happen? Who knows who could reach out? In to every you? industry. In every industry. Sorry. You know. In every industry. Uh, but yeah. You know, I could wake up to an email from Nike tomorrow. You know, one of the marketing people's following me on Instagram. They, they've been watching my, my progression for the last year. They like what I do, and they're looking for a collab. Like That's just a hypothetical situation. So, right, but very possible. You don't know who's looking. So that's the beauty of Instagram and social media, as you know. So I could have 18,000 people looking. Who knows who the person is? It could be a CEO. It could be this. It could be that. So I'm just going with the flow, creating good product. And who knows what could happen. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on today. No Appreciate problem, the man. conversation. I uh, hope everyone at home is listening. I can take a few, few very, very key and major takeaways um, from this conversation. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Yeah, thank you.